1: I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is
0: water. W-A-T-E-R. Really? You bet your life! <laughs> your Marx in you Bet Your Life, The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The dealers who now have on display the outstanding 1954 DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission and the all-new 1954 Plymouth, your best buy in the low-priced field. And now, here he is, the one, the only...
2: Right!
0: Oh, shucks, that's me
3: <laughs> Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples George, who's first
0: on the veranda? Uh, Mr. Walter Is that right, veranda? I don't believe so, but it's uh... nice uh...
3: <laughs> Well, it can be if you have the right veranda
0: <laughs> Mr. Walter Mahonen and Miss Ruth Calliban. And they're waiting to meet you, Groucho. They have very interesting occupations we'd like to talk to them about. So, well, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx?
3: Welcome, folks, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word, and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Let's see, Miss uh, Ruth uh, Colloman.
2: That's right.
3: And Mr. Walter Mohonen. Mo- Mahona. Mohonen, huh? Ruth, you're very attractive. Oh, huh? well, thank you. Where are you from uh, originally?
2: Oh, I'm from Washington, D.C.
3: Mm. Would you mind revealing your approximate age? It isn't necessary, but we're nosy. <laughs> I'm
2: we like 24.
3: to know. 24. 24. Mm. We don't look
2: it. Well, thanks. I look younger or older.
3: No, you look younger. <laughs> I thought you were about 23 and a half. Huh? <laughs> are, you, are you married?
2: No, I'm not.
3: You're not married, huh? A girl with a cute squint like you, and you're not married? Have you tried squinting at the boys?
2: No, but maybe I will.
3: Uh, You can start on me, kid. (laughs) And I'll squint right back. Who do you work for?
2: I work for the National Bureau of Standards.
3: Oh, well, uh, how are your standards?
2: Well, they're pretty high.
3: Well, uh, if you ever lower them, will you come back and see me? uh?
2: Possibly.
3: What do you do for the Bureau of Standards?
2: I'm a physicist.
3: A physicist? Well, prove it. Let's see you fish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring my fishing apparatus.
3: Well, uh, specifically, what are you doing for the Bureau of Standards?
2: Well, our work is pretty highly classified, so I'd rather not talk about it.
3: Well, the telephone book is classified, would you? Uh... <laughs> Walter Mujonan? Yes. Uh, uh, you're Irish, huh? No, Finnish. Well, so am I. The only difference
2: is... <laughs> I
3: hate to admit it. Huh? <laughs> Are you, uh, are you married, Walter? Yes, I'm
4: married to the most wonderful wife in the world. hmm Well, tell us something about your wife, would you? Uh... She's handy with skillet and casserole, and she <laughs> has a deft touch with condiments and agglutinating agents and littles.
3: Glutinating agents? <laughs> yes. Do they get 10% of your salary? <laughs> what she is also... a glutenating agent as opposed to a regular agent? Uh, in soups, that
4: gives the soup uh, a thickness, as it were. Um, oh, it's a kind of a catalyst? Uh, something like that. Uh-huh.
3: She you also thought was... I was a jerk, didn't you? <laughs> when did you meet your wife, Walter? Uh,
4: I met her seven years ago on New Year's... Was she glutenating then? <laughs> no. Uh, in Seattle, Washington. You oh, met her a... in Seattle? Uh-huh. On New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. And we were married a week later in Reno, Nevada.
2: Uh-huh.
4: Well, could you give us some details of this uh, whirlwind courtship? Well, I... Met her uh, at 8:20 on New Year's Eve, or 8 o'clock, and at 8:20 I decided I was going to ask her to marry me, uh, which I did at 12:20 that night, and which she did a week later.
3: You must have been in pretty good shape if you could still tell <laughs> still tell time on New Year's Eve, four hours after the party started. Well, it was a strange sort of a
4: party. We went over to listen to uh, symphony records at a sorority sister house of hers. We listened to a uh, walk through a paradise garden by Delius. And
3: you were listening to a uh, uh, paradise garden by Delius. Yes, yes. New Year's well, Eve. that was the name
4: of the, the symphony. Yeah. Uh huh. How long did this uh, piece take? This Delius piece. It. Uh, uh, they had uh, they served coffee at intervals. Uh-huh. In which this is a whole evening of Delius. A whole evening of Delius, uh, uh-huh. punctuated by coffee with
3: sugar and cream uh-huh. and talk, as it were. Uh-huh. Did this girl know much about you, Walter? I mean, Uh, prior to this uh, this orgy that you threw there in New York. Yes, I'm uh, surprised the giant wasn't raided. uh, Well, I was considered a a rough affair.
4: I was considered not a very um, good risk in marriage. I was a sort of a tramp, as it were, tramp musician, not very stable in those days. Uh About jobs, I mean. Did you have a job? At the time,
3: yes, I was a, a beachcomber.
2: <laughs>
3: well, you couldn't get a more substantial job than that. <laughs> a fortune in beachcombing, huh? Old beer bottles, dead seagulls. And... <laughs> Are you serious? Was this really your? Yes, reputation? I was working for the Headleys, who have a, a beachcombing
4: place on uh, at White's Point in San in San Pedro. And uh, I worked for them. You comb the beach? Uh, up and down the beach from White's Point up to Portuguese Bend. Uh-huh.
3: Well, uh, what, kind of, what kind of junk, well, uh, I mean, uh, any, what kind of stuff do you pick up? Well, oh, anything, uh, flotsam
4: and jetsam that could be uh, merchandise. Well, I picked uh, up some flotsam and jetsam on the beach, too. But... <laughs> Are you doing any beach combing these days? No, I have a respectable job as a welder in a shipyard. But I'm doing some abstract sculpture in steel. Abstract sculpturing and steel. Yeah. What is uh, abstract steel sculpturing? Well, uh, abstract sculpture, as I understand it, is the addition of formal meaning to a mass that has no formal meaning by the use of human will. And I happen to choose a contemporary medium, which is Mm. steel.
3: Well, you've gone all all your life through a kind of a mysterious haze, haven't you, Wolf? Yeah. (laughs) well, uh, I imagine you've had a lot of fun. You seem like the kind of fellow that gets a kind of an inside chuckle out of everything he does. Indeed now, I do. You and John Gunther. Now, have you sold uh, Have you sold any of your of work? No, the main problem is getting into the shows. The juries seem to pick on the
4: old and worn and haggard classics. Why do you go in for these unusual, unlucrative occupations? Uh, because I like to, and I think every man should do what he likes to do.
3: Mm. Well, I admire you, Walter. You have a fine, homely philosophy. That kind of thinking that keeps the country jails full of uh, customers.
2: <laughs>
3: well, it's certainly been abstract talking to you, all. And uh, that goes for you, too, kid, huh? I never thought when you first came out here and initially squinted at me that you were going to be quite so obscure. <laughs> well, now it's time to play You Bet Your Life. All you have to do is run your 20 bu- bucks into more than our other couples for a crack at the big question later. You selected cities with the same name. There are a number of important cities with the same name. Some are here in the United States and some abroad. Let's see if we can identify them. Here's your first question. Now, how much will you bet? Let's bet all of it the first time. All of it. All of it? Birmingham is one of England's largest cities and also is one of our major industrial cities. In what state is our Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. That's right, yes. That's true. <laughs>
0: You're on your way. You have $40.
3: You have $40. Now, how much of this sum will you bet on your second question?
4: Shall we bet on it again? <laughs> I
3: think we ought to. Okay. York, England is about 200 miles from London. Our city of York is 27 miles from Harrisburg. In what state is York? Pennsylvania. That's right.
0: Uh-huh. We now have $80. Now, have
3: $80, how much are you going to bet? Okay, we'll bet to works. Okay. The city of Syracuse in Sicily has declined from former days of glory. It's kind of a one-act play here. <laughs> but our Syracuse is still on the way up with over 200,000 people. In what state is it located?
2: New York.
3: New York is right. <laughs> oh, oh, another one? They now have $160. $160 is your last chance to meet the other couples. How much are you going to bet? Who cares? <laughs> Let's bet all of it again. All of it. Cambridge is a famous university city in England. And what state is our Cambridge? Yes. It has over 100,000 people. Massachusetts. Massachusetts, is right. And you wind up with $320. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, here's why the great new 1954 DeSoto deserves the name Automatic why it's the only car on the American road that fully deserves that name. First of all, whether you're driving along the open road or parking in a tight spot, DeSoto Full-Time Power Steering does the work of steering and parking for you. And when you have to stop, DeSoto Full Power Brakes do over half the work of braking for you. Then, too, DeSoto Electric Windshield Wipers maintain constant speed windshield wiping. And if you desire... The 1954 DeSoto will raise and lower your windows, air condition itself, and do a score of other things for you automatically. But the biggest news of all this year is DeSoto PowerFlight fully automatic transmission. The newest and finest automatic transmission available. Just turn the key and you're ready to drive. Step on the gas pedal and you're away in a swelling surge of smooth power. Never draggy or jerky. Yes, friends, the 1954 DeSoto Automatic is a car designed and built to carry out your sudden orders quickly, quietly, safely, at all speeds. Visit your neighborhood DeSoto Plymouth dealer soon. See the new DeSoto. And remember, DeSoto puts you ahead automatically. Okay, George, who's next? Uh, we have a teenager, Gracho, Miss Carol Sonia Tegner. Uh, her partner is a special guest whom we invited because of his interesting occupation. He's Mr. Adam E. Jansen. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx?
3: Mr. Adam Jansen and Miss Carol Sonia Tegna. Carol, since you're prettier than Mr. Jansen, this is without looking at Mr. Jansen. I'll start with you. How old are you, uh.
2: Sixteen.
3: Sixteen. Do you go to school, Carol?
2: Yes, I do. I go to Hollywood High School, and I'll graduate this January. Well,
3: that's pretty early to be graduating from high school 16, isn't it? You must be a real smart girl, in addition to being attractive. <laughs> Thank you. Mr. Jansen, let's get on with you. you you've you been standing here with a vacant look in your eye. <laughs> are you not uh, Larry Jansen, the pitcher for DeRocher, are you? No. Where are you uh, from, Mr. Jansen? I was born in Minnesota. Oh, you're not the Jansen from Jansen's Hoffbrow in New York, huh? I don't think so. You're not the Jansen from I'm Jansen with tears in my eyes? Huh?
1: <laughs>
3: well, uh, how about your first name? Is that Jansen, too? Well, my first name is Adam. Adam? Adam, uh, how do you account for that? Well, I was christened Adam, but my friends call me Elmer.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> they call you Elmer. You haven't got many friends. Huh? <laughs> Don't you prefer Adam to Elmer? I like Elmer. That would sound pretty silly with Elmer and Eve. (laughs) What sort of work do you do, Adam? Are you in the rib business? No, I'm the chief of police of San Diego. You're what? (laughs) I'm the chief of police of San Diego. Why, Elmer, you lovable, forgiving old rascal. (laughs) You are forgiving, aren't you? Oh, sure. San Diego, a lovely city uh, The flower of the South, San Diego Wonderful town there How long has crime been running wild in San Diego? Or well, to put it another way, how long have you been police chief?
2: About six years
3: Tell me, Chiefie, uh, what are your duties as head of the police? Well, that would be hard to answer in a few minutes Well, don't have to worry about an answer right now Just be sure you have the right answers for the grand jury uh...
2: (laughs) Let's let's
3: pick an average day, uh, Elmer How do you start out? Well, when I arrive at the station in the morning I'd first of all attempt to find out what has happened since I left the day before You mean you read the newspapers to see if you've been indicted? (laughs) What do you mean? Don't Don't you know what's happened? Well, uh, most of the time, but I like to find who is in jail and uh, what, what crimes have been committed and uh, uh, how many traffic accidents have happened. And, uh, and then you just... go home and go to sleep again? No.
2: Do
3: <laughs> you, you have any women policemen down there? Well, we have some women who are not police women, but they're police matrons, about a dozen of them. Mm-hmm. How do they look? Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs>
2: Do these women take orders
3: from you? They do. Mm-hmm. Do uh, do they obey these orders? They sure do. <laughs> Tell me you're not the chief, you're the super chief.
2: <laughs>
3: well, it's time to stop talking and get down to money matters, Chief. And Chief Le- Jansen, I was only kidding you. You know that, don't you? don't pay any attention to me. Especially if I come to San Diego. Right? <laughs> Now, then, let's play your bet your life, huh? All you do is run your $20 into more than there are other couples, and you'll get a crack at the big bundle later.
0: In the race for the $1,000, the first couple won $320, and the secret word is water.
3: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected our feathered friends. Fine thing for a cup.
2: <laughs> Here's your
3: first question. How much will you bet? You have $20. All of it. What do you call the comical-looking birds that inhabit the Antarctic regions? They can swim but can't fly.
2: Penguins.
3: Penguins is right. (laughs) Now, $40. How much of your $40 are you going to risk this time? All of it. (laughs) What do you call the seabird that is regarded with superstition by some sailors? The rhyme of the ancient mariner told about one of these birds.
0: The albatross.
3: The albatross is right, huh? Eh? <laughs> you
2: now have $8.
3: You have $8? How much are you going to try? The works. The works, she said. What do you call the aquatic birds that live near the seashore? They have a large bill with a pouch underneath. Pelicans. That's right, his bill holds
0: more than his oh, You now have $160.
3: It's your last chance to be the other couples. How much of the 160 are you going to go for? The works. What do you call the long necked pink water birds that are found in warm climates? Talk it over now.
2: Flamingos.
0: That is right, Flamingos.
2: Ah!
0: You wind up with $320.
3: Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers.
0: George, who's next? We have a girl who works in a (coughs) bank, Groucho. She's Miss Suzanne Glenn, and her partner is Mr. Peter DePaulo. So, folks, would you please come in and meet Groucho Marx.
3: Well, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Miss uh, Susan Glenn and Mr. Peter DePaulo, eh? Is that
5: right? Right, Groucho.
3: Say, Peter Apollo, that's a very famous name. Aren't you the first man ever to go over Niagara Falls in a pickle barrel?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, Groucho, I drove uh,
3: racing cars. Oh that's, oh, that's right, you were a great champion. You were the hero of every kid in our block. I couldn't read the newspaper accounts, but the other kids used to tell me about you.
2: I was only 48
3: at the time. <laughs> I'll get back to you, champ, in a minute. Just stand there a while and idle your motor. <laughs> Suzanne, I'd like to get better acquainted with you. Where Where are you from?
2: Well, I was born in Hollywood, California, Groucho. Oh. Mm. How old are you? Twenty-three.
3: Twenty-three. Huh? Mm. And where do you work?
2: Bank of America, South Pasadena.
3: They have a bank out there? Yes, they do. Do you observe bankers' hours at this uh, uh, bank?
2: Yes, we do. They're from eight in the morning until five at night.
3: Uh-huh. Does everybody go home at five? Yes, they do. Are you sure?
2: <laughs>
3: That's all I want to know.
2: <laughs> Tomorrow night, I may
3: make a sizable withdrawal around 10 at night.
2: But... <laughs>
3: Mr. DePaulo, I know you were a champion race driver. Uh, what were some of the titles that you, uh, that you achieved during your career?
5: Well, I'd say the most standing was winning the famous um, Indianapolis 500 Mile Race and well... then uh, becoming the. Nationally champion in 25 and 1927. And what was your average time in the Indianapolis race? In 1925, I averaged 101 mile per hour. And what do they average now? 128. Mm-hmm. Is there a lot
3: of money in racing in those days, huh?
5: Yes, there was. In 25, I was lucky enough to win $168,000. And I thought it was terrible that I had to pay some. Uh, $5,200 tax. <laughs> now, today, I'd keep the 5200 and send the rest to
2: Washington.
3: <laughs> a How'd you get started in the racing business? Was it always your ambition to be a race driver?
5: No, I wanted to go to college. But when I was a young kid, at the time I had the idea of going to college, my father had a sign over the kitchen door written in Italian, and it read, Chi non lavore non mange. What
3: does that mean? Don't drop your keys in the washbasin?
5: No, <laughs> it means who no work and no eat. And like oh. all Latins, I love to eat, so I went to work.
3: Well, my father was like that, only he was more of a plain-spoken man. He, he just dumped me out of bed and hollered, Go find a job, you bum.
2: <laughs>
5: didn't your folks object when you started to take up automobile racing as a career? Well, they did, but as I progressed and became successful... They are very happy. Uh, as a matter of fact, after each race, I'd go home, and dear mother would have her one request, that I would go to Newark a la Marquette. We'd go down to the public market. She wanted to show me off. Mm-hmm. We'd go along, arm in arm, and on. And she'd say, hello, Mrs. Pepleroy It's a pity, jumping for the race. You come from California. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Your folks sound like wonderful people, Pete. Not only that, but you sound just like my brother Chico. Huh? Well, they were wonderful people, That's two Groucho. two strikes
5: against you in the quiz, you
3: realize. <laughs> Tell us some more about your family, Pete.
5: Well, there are many things that I could relate, Groucho, but I remember very distinctly in, uh, during World War I, Brother Johnny and I were in the Air Corps. Brother Johnny was a flyer, and I was an airplane mechanic. And on this one visit at home during our leave, Johnny went on to tell about flying, which got Mother all excited, naturally. And like all people in those days, they thought if anybody fly an airplane, they get killed, for sure. So dear old Mother, as Johnny myself were leaving home, she embraced Johnny with that love and affection, which only a mother can express. And in her soft Latin voice, she says, Johnny boy, when you fly, you fly low and slow. (laughs) And I remember too. Months later, after that, poor Johnny had had quite a misfortune. He'd wrecked down in the Everglades in Florida. And he came home with his arm bandaged up and his nose mashed over. He says, Mama, I fly too low. I hit a house.
2: <laughs> 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 well, we used to have many
5: wonderful uh, visits at home. Wonderful how you,
3: people. How do you feel about driving on Wilshire Boulevard, don't you?
5: Scared to death. <laughs> So Pete,
3: you're an expert on automobiles. What do you think of today's
5: cars? Well, uh, I think people are getting more value for their money than ever before in the history of automobiles. You hear that?
2: <laughs>
5: what well, are you referring to any particular car? <laughs> well, tonight it's, a it's a nice... It's a nice...
3: I suppose the next week, if you were on it for the locomobile, you say it's about a locomobile,
5: huh? I'm glad you mentioned locomobile. She's a no more. She's no, a die. She's a no more. <laughs> that is why I mentioned a locomobile. <laughs> uh, I see,
3: <laughs> Well, enough of this, Chatter. Let's get on with the important business. You know what that is. You're going to play your bet your life for a chance to win some money. You run your $20 no more than the other couples, and you'll get a chance at the big money.
0: In the race for the $1,000. The first and second couples are tied with $320 each.
3: Well, here we go. Let's see how high I can bid you $20. You selected personalities of the 20s as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? How much, how much can we bet? You we have $20. You can... bet it. All 20 All the way. 20 During the early 20s, the famous author of the Sherlock Holmes stories toured the United States. What was his name?
2: Was it Holmes? Holmes. Sherlock
3: Holmes. Those were oh, the Sherlock stories. I want you to tell me the name of the author who toured the United States. <laughs> oh, it's a shame. Got cleaned out in the first question. Well, the ath- the answer is Sir Conan Doyle.
2: Very famous. Oh, I'll <laughs> give you one
3: question anyhow. So you put, split $25. We don't like anybody to leave you You're flat broke. Yeah. Why did you pick that category?
2: Well, we thought we had it in the bag, but... <laughs> <laughs> now, what
3: color do you associate with turnip up greens?
2: Uh, green.
3: Green is absolutely right. <laughs> well, thanks and good luck for the soda when you did.
0: And that means that the San Diego Chief of Police and his partner and the Beachcomber and his partner, with both of them with $320 in just one minute, get the chance of the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question.
6: Hello there. This is Arlene Francis here to tell you about something new and wonderful. The new 1954 DeSoto Automatic. This year, the stunning new DeSoto features PowerFlight Transmission, the world's newest and best fully automatic transmission. PowerFlight automatically adjusts to fit your driving needs and instantly you're driving at the exact speed you choose. With the magnificent instant response of power flight transmission, the tremendous power of the DeSoto Fire Dome engine, now 170 horsepower, and the wonderful assurance of DeSoto full power steering and DeSoto power brakes, all driving becomes pleasure driving. And when it comes to magnificent new styling, here too the dramatic 1954 DeSoto will set the pace for years to come. Even at rest, the new 1954 DeSoto has an air of impressive power and ability to eat up the miles. Tomorrow, go to your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Step inside this new 1954 DeSoto automatic. Go for a thrilling ride in one. Once you've driven this new DeSoto, I think you'll agree, the 1954 DeSoto puts you ahead automatically.
0: Well, Groucho, here are the two couples tied for the chance at the big question. Each couple will decide on a single answer between them and write it down on one of the cards we've given them. And if both couples get it right, they'll split the money between them. Okay?
3: All right, please now help in the audience now. A New Englander named Clarence E. Mulford, M-U-L-F-O-R-D, has written many successful stories about the West. For $1,000, I want you to tell me the name of the most famous character created by Clarence E. Mulford. Write it down. sorry, this couple over here, it's Hopalong Cassidy. Oh,
0: you said no! yeah.
3: Well, the beachcomber and the girl from the uh, National Bureau of Standards, they split... $1,000 between them and 320 Right, 320 That makes 1320 <laughs> Well, congratulations. What are you going to do with all that money?
4: I'm going to be a beachcomber.
3: Yeah.
2: To-
4: <laughs> well, I
3: admire you. You have a wonderful uh, solution for life. And uh, what are you going to do with yours?
2: I think maybe I'll ask my parents if they'd like to come out and visit me in California.
3: Oh, well, that, that's... Couldn't have a... Spend the money in a nicer way. Huh? Well, congratulations from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You You bet your life.
0: Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,000. And don't forget Groucho's television show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. Remember that the dealers who sell the outstanding 1954 DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission also have on display the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-priced field. DeSoto, Plymouth, two great new cars. Both products of the Chrysler Corporation.
3: And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to see the DeSoto Automatic.
0: (laughs) Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Good brakes stop many accidents before they get started. you Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off with more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. you Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world.
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. This episode was originally aired on November 25th, 1953. And George, what is the secret word? And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at iloveoldtimeradio. Follow us on Twitter at iloveotradio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at com. Welcome back. We're getting a lot of multiple winners for that final question lately. And more than one team going after that prize. The odds are someone will answer it. Like this week. What a great way to end the week.